the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We're building toward the midterm elections, and of course, one of the most consequential races besides the Ohio Supreme Court is the Senate race in the state of Ohio. It's Rob Portman's seat. It has to stay Republican if Republicans are to keep the Senate majority, and the man who won the primary in May and is running for the spot on the Republican side of the ticket is J.D. Vance. Check him out on his website, jdvance.com. His Twitter is at jdvance1, and J.D. joins us now. I look forward to your debates with Tim Ryan, and I assume you go into debates with a game plan, and I would assume part of your game plan is to highlight Tim Ryan's voting record over 20 years in Congress, J.D. Yeah, that's exactly right, Bruce. It's a pretty easy task for us. Look, the guy's entire campaign is to pretend that he's the moderate. He's spent a lot of money to try to convince people that he's something that he's not. And so one of the things we're going to do on the debates, of course, is is just tell people the truth. And uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see how Tim Ryan tries to deflect and defend that record. I'm sure he'll attack me and try to pretend that he, you know, he hasn't voted the way that he has. But we're going to nail him down, and I think it's going to be pretty fun. Yeah, it should be fun, and I, I hope you take a page from Carrie Lake uh, in Arizona, who has a you know longtime newscaster, I think has a great playbook, and she made the point over uh, in the last week that yeah, everybody asked me about my position on abortion, and they want to hit me with you know, uh, exceptions, rarities, rape and incest. But Democrats are never asked to articulate a position. And I've heard Tim Ryan on abortion, and that's where they're going to attack you is on abortion and your extreme and all this stuff. But Ryan always makes it about the woman, and he, he just says, you know, nobody should get between a woman and her doctor. But he never takes, he never is asked and made to drill down on when he would step in and stop an abortion. And I I know you're skilled at debating, and I would hope that's something you're going to drill down on him on when you guys debate on uh, October the 10th and October the 17th. Well, we certainly will, and you know, you're right. He, whenever he's asked a question by a semi-reputable journalist, what Tim Ryan always says is, you know, he, he hems and haws, but they're always able to get him to say that he believes in effectively no limits on, on abortion, even up to 40 weeks of gestation. And you know, the crazy thing is, it's not, it's not just that he believes that, which of course is you know, not where 98% of the state of Ohio is. Uh, he also wants taxpayers to fund. His views on abortion are unbelievably extreme. Here's the thing that Tim Ryan always says. He always says, well, uh, this just isn't a real issue. Uh, that, you know, no, nobody, that, you know, we don't have a late-term abortion in this country. He effectively tries to pretend that the problem doesn't exist. And thank God it's not that common, but it definitely happens, and it's one of the reasons why we have to have some reasonable uh, pro-life laws in this country. Yeah, J.D. Vance, our guest, uh, contribute to his campaign if you so desire, jdvance.com. On Twitter, follow him at jdvance1. Uh, yeah, he always says, nobody's in favor of late-term abortion. Well, uh, that's not true. They are in California. They are in New Jersey. They are in New York. And I would like to see him say, don't, not, don't generalize it. Specify. I'm not in favor of it. You know, I would just love to see him held down. And I, I get so infuriated when I see his campaign commercials and his interviews. He even said in one interview, I'm not, he said, you're campaigning as a moderate. He goes, no, no, I'm not a moderate. I'm an independent. Well, somebody who votes 100% of the time with Joe Biden is not very independent the way I look at things. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, it's, it, it is interesting. He says no one supports this, and yet he's voted for it and voted for taxpayers to fund it multiple times. So somebody supports it then because uh, you and your party have, have, have effectively taken this position. Just remember, you know, how crazy this is. I mean, you know, 20 years ago, uh, the Democrats' stated position on abortion was safe, legal, and rare. And, of course, I'm pro-life. That wasn't, that wasn't my view, uh, but it was their view. And now and abortion at the, very, at the very moment of birth, it's just insane. Nobody actually, uh, or at least no real voter, I think, is behind this position. And yet the Democrats are voting on it. It just shows how much the activists have really taken control of this party. I mean, it, that, that, that's a big problem the Democrats have, not just in Ohio, but na- nationwide, is they've so disconnected from where the people are because the activists have completely taken control of the entire movement. U.S. Senate candidate J.D. Vance, our guest. Follow him on Twitter at J.D. Vance 1. You can find his schedule there where he will be campaigning, his website, jdvance.com. And I don't want to fall into the Democrat trap. I know they want to make this midterm about abortion, uh, but I think it's uh, to your advantage, to every Republican's advantage, to make it about uh, the border, to make it about inflation, to make it about competence, to make it about competence, J.D. And I'm looking at Joe Biden looking for a congresswoman who's you know, unfortunately deceased. I hear Kamala Harris say we've had a longstanding relationship with North Korea. Uh-oh, whoops. And then over the weekend regarding Hurricane Ian and the damage, she said we need to give resources based on equity. This is not a competent administration, and it's certainly, uh, uh, I think, a reflection of Tim Ryan and other Democrats, someone who votes Nazi who either understands competence or holds them accountable for their incompetence. Yeah, it's, it's competence and common sense, Bruce. I mean, who looks around after a devastating hurricane, a hurricane, of course, that affected you, whether you're white, brown, black, or something else, and says we need to distribute hurricane relief funds on the basis of skin color? Uh, no one thinks that. Nobody actually cares about this stuff. Again, unless you've read so many activist papers and articles like Kamala Harris, and, and you've, you've basically acquired a brain disease, that, that, that there's a devastating hurricane and you really jump to the racial implications of it instead of let's just help everybody. And I, I think that's what's so compelling right now about the Republicans' message is that most people, whatever their political affiliation, they, they just want people in our country to have a better life. They don't care uh, what the color of the skin is. They just want American citizens to have a better life. And yet you have the Democrats who've gotten so preoccupied with this that they're worried about you know, distributing farm aid dollars based on skin aid or skin color or, or, or hurricane relief dollars based on skin color. It's just completely crazy, and it shows how much they've jumped the shark. Uh, competence, of course, matters. We've got to get back to a government that does the things that it's supposed to do and does them effectively. I think a big part of that is just restoring some baseline common sense. No more dividing people based on skin color. No more letting violent criminals out of prison. No more letting the, the border stand wide open to allow illegal drugs to pour into our country. Common sense is what the doctor ordered in this country right now. It's just crazy how little of it we have in Washington, D.C. right now. Yeah, and I know you as someone who served in the U.S. military, you can apply that same uh, in the U.S. Marines. You can apply that same lack of common sense to this ongoing inanity where we're chasing brave, courageous, willing soldiers, airmen, sailors, everything out of our military because they're not vaccinated, it went to the level of absurdity over the weekend where Joe Biden calls a Coast Guard uh, member to congratulate them, to thank them for their service during Hurricane Ian. And that particular Coast Guard member that he called is someone scheduled to be discharged 
because they don't have the vaccine. Yeah, how shameful is this and how, how insulting it is to so many of our service members? I mean, we, we know at this point, Bruce, that COVID is just not dangerous to young and healthy people. Uh, a lot of these people, uh, of course, have already had COVID themselves, and it should be their choice whether they get the shot. You know, the recruitment levels that we're hitting in this country were, were 20, 25 percent below where we need to be to have a viable force. Of course, if that starts happening for years and years, you have to start relaxing the standards. And who, who wants to go to war with China, God forbid, or Russia or anybody else when you have a military that's been so battered by Joe Biden's vaccine mandates that you don't even have the people you need? You don't have the quality of the people that you need to fight a war. This is a real national security problem. Uh, yeah, the other issue is that Joe Biden is effectively encouraging people to enlist in the military while at the same time he attacks the traditions and the history of his own country. You know, people you know who serve know this. When you go to the Marine Corps, you learn about the proud Marine Corps history. You learn it from the minute that you get to boot camp. Uh, it's one of the things that inspires you to be part of this tradition and try to uphold that tradition during your time in service. Uh, yet right now, the Joe Biden military is focused on diversity training, um, you know, e- equity, all of the things that matter far less than the shared traditions of our country and the fact that if you're in the military, you have to uphold them. Well, and as we wrap up here with U.S. Senate candidate J.D. Vance, his Twitter is at J.D. Vance one. His website is jdvance.com. In the realm of service, you know, an elected official is a public servant. And I think the people who elect the representative have the right to expect them to actually be on the job. And Tim Ryan has been hiding behind this sham danger of COVID to not show up in Washington, to cede his vote to a proxy, not even a congressperson from Ohio, but a congressperson from California. And he was in California recently to accept uh, campaign contributions from a lawyer with a very uh, shady background. But Tim Ryan ties for first, not in getting things done for the Mahoning Valley or the state of Ohio. He ties for first and most times absent from Congress in the 107th session because he's out campaigning for another job while he's getting paid to do his current job. Yeah, pretty extraordinary, isn't it? The guy who says that he stands for workers can't be bothered to show up for his own job. Of course, he's collected over a million dollars in taxpayer salary during his 20 years. He's gotten virtually no legislation passed. Excuse me. And what he has done uh, is that he claims he can't show up to work because of the COVID emergency. And then he uses that freedom to go and, and to Hollywood uh, to raise money from a bunch of people who, of course, don't care about this state and don't care about the people who live in it. It's really, I mean, it's really preposterous. It's one thing to miss a few votes. It's another thing to be number one in not showing up for work. And we we know the answer, Bruce. It's because the guy is not interested in legislating. He's not interested in making public policy uh, that makes the citizens citizens of his state better. Uh, He's interested in using this job to get another job. And once he, you know, if if he won the Senate seat, which he's not going to do, we're going to prevent him from doing that. But if he did, he would use that job to then get another job. That's how career politicians do it. They're in this for ambition and to satisfy their ego, not for public service. That's the problem with Tim Ryan. Yeah. Week from tonight, J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan, their first debate, and then their second two weeks from tonight. J.D., we wish you well. Thank you for uh, your service to our country, and you'll still be serving our country in the U.S. Senate. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Bruce. Take care. My thanks to J.D. Vance for joining me. We will have Josh pick bottom of the hour. I referred in my interview with J.D. to a 
Coast Guard swimmer who was lauded by Joe Biden. Now, this touches on two aspects of my interview with J.D. Competence. Competence. If you're the White House and Joe Biden lauds a Coast Guard rescue swimmer for that Coast Guard swimmer's actions in saving elderly people trapped by the flooding from Hurricane Ian. I'm going to assume you have an array of first responders that you can choose to congratulate. This particular Coast Guard swimmer uh, was not the only one who was doing his job, uh, but Zach Lash got the call from Joe Biden nevertheless. He deserved it. He earned it. But I'm going to say if you're Corinne Jean-Pierre, the press secretary, somebody in the communications offices, you're going to make sure that the person that Joe Biden calls is not somebody who's going to drop, oh, I don't know, a let's go Brandon on the call, or is not a conservative Republican. I'm going to do a little back-channel investigating, and I'm certainly going to make sure that the person he calls is not somebody who's about to be forced out of the service because their religious objection to getting the COVID-19 vaccine has been rejected. But that is exactly the case with Zach Lash. He is a second-class aviation survival technician. That's uh, fancy-schmancy talk for a Coast Guard rescue swimmer. And he went into a home where two elderly people were trapped in their bedroom by flooding, and a couch was wedged up against their bedroom door. So they could not get out. And Zach Lash kicked through a wall in their home to get to them, got them out, got them into the little, you know, tray that the Coast Guard uses to hoist people up to safety in a Coast Guard helicopter, then went back and got the woman's wheelchair and attached it to his body so he could be hoisted up into the helicopter. So he definitely deserves the call from Joe Biden. He said the president uh, thanked us for saving their lives and asked for a report on the work that we did. I told him how proud... Oh, this is Biden talking. I (laughs) I told him how proud of him I was and thanked him for all the work that he and his coasties are doing to save lives. Uh... Then Lash told the media that he did not bring up to Biden. When Biden asked him, is there anything else I can do for you guys? Lash had the respect for the office, if not the man, to let it ride. He didn't say anything about, well, you know, if you could do a brother a solid and smile on my religious objection to the COVID vaccine so I didn't have to give up my career in the Coast Guard, I would appreciate that. How many years? Did it say how many? Doesn't years say how many served? years he served, I but I mean that's not a that's not a small time commitment to get to the level where you're out there on a that's helicopter correct. saving people. Yes, I've watched enough Rescue Nine One One to know that. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Oh, by the way, the woman was disabled, so she couldn't have gotten out if she wanted to. Right. Absolutely. He said he did not want to bring up his pending discharge to Biden, and ruin the call. It just stinks that he thanked me. Yet the vaccine mandate is what's kicking me out. Zach Lash said. I just love my job, and I'm really good at it. It stinks. I feel like this is the job I was born to do. In your case, that's true, Zach. In Joe Biden's case, it is definitely not true. It is the job he's aspired to his entire life. 
It's the cherry atop his half-century career in politics that has made him unbelievably wealthy. And um, he will leave office whenever that happens, and it can't happen a day too soon. He will leave office with the distinction of being the worst of the 46 presidents ever to serve. That, to me, is inarguable. When you look at our border, our international, uh, our compromised international reputation, when you look at a record 40-year record in inflation, numerous areas, crime, all kinds of places. Now, Biden, of course, cannot be voted out of office in the upcoming midterm elections, but he certainly can have a lot of his power taken away if the Senate tilts to the Republicans. The House, I think, will. And one of the reasons why it will is because the Democratic Party genuinely believed, it said this as far back as when Obama was elected the first time, that it had put together an unbeatable coalition. It had gamed the system by allowing so much illegal immigration that eventually there would be more African-American voters, Hispanic voters, liberal elite white voters who are above the consequences of the policies they advocate for. There would be enough in those three pockets of voters that hardworking, blue-collar, everyday Americans, who used to be Democrats, by the way, but has seen the Democratic Party completely turn its back on and, in fact, boo at its convention, the one authentic God of the universe, the Democrats thought, oh, we got enough Hispanics, we got enough blacks, we got enough liberal elites. We'll never lose an election again. Then Trump shocked them. That's why they've become unhinged from reality when it concerns Donald Trump. And now it appears that Latino voters are not that crazy about people coming into the country illegally when those Latino voters have a vote because they came in legally. Polls show that while Latino voters still prefer the Democratic Party by a margin of 54 to 33, more than 21% have turned to the Republican Party over the last five years. This might be in part because Joe Biden at a Latinx Inclusion Luncheon in July praised the Hispanic community for its diversity, which she said was, and I quote, as unique as breakfast tacos. (laughs) You know, he might not have the exclusive uh, ownership of every stupid verbal gaffe in his family. She has her own share. Oh, a 2021 poll found 40% of Hispanic voters considered the term Latinx Offensive, and 30% said they would be less likely to support a politician or organization that uses it. Oh, that's why they're moving from Latinx to Latine, Latine, whatever that is. AOC's now on that train. Latine. It means nothing. Pretty much like her. Everything in between her ears means nothing. The vapid waste of a congressional seat she is.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.